Have you ever wondered why people can launch projects so successfully within a matter of months and they seem to grow quite rapidly? It really looks confusing as an outsider, right? How is this Twitter page that started a few months ago gaining traction like this? Is it fake followers, you might have asked? Well, if you're going to grow a project with a community that will actually buy from you, I hope those are not fake followers because bots and fake accounts do not equate to sales. Welcome to Metaverse Marketing Mastery. I'm your host, Judah. As a marketing strategist and community builder in the Web3 space, I wanted to share my knowledge and methods with you. If you're an overwhelmed project founder and don't know where to start with building a community, then this podcast is for you. Let's get building. Hey, it's Judah here, dropping in for the weekly episode. I was thinking about what topic we should be covering today, and it came to mind that I might want to speak to you about some major factors that can make or break your NFT project. I initially thought of this idea as there were obviously an abundance of conversations circulating at the moment about cryptocurrency and Web3 as an industry because of the bear market and the recession. For me, the bear market sparked a small amount of excitement as I knew it would be giving me some extra time to get my podcast, my TikTok and Twitter up and running properly. But I know the bear market is not a reason to be excited for some others and often is seen as one of those factors that break in an FT project. So I thought I would encourage you to challenge that thought and also look into some other factors that can greatly affect your collection as well. By the way, I've finally finished creating an NFT launch checklist, which I've been asked about through TikTok. So I've linked that in the show notes if you want to physically be able to tick off the course steps that need to be completed before you're ready to launch. Check it out. Now, let's dive right into the first factor, which we were just referring to, the market or the cycle of the market that we're in, whether it's bull or bear. It is almost a rule carved in stone at this point that if you're launching during a bear market, it is going to be a difficult time ahead for your project. I want to discuss with you whether this is really true and what you can do about it. The overall reason why a lot of people say this and recommend NFT founders to postpone launches is because community sentiment is low and it requires extra incentives, validations or testimonials for people to feel safe enough to take action. Think about an equilibrium or a balancing scale. If you're in the state of fear because of the downturn in the market, you're not going to be in a neutral state. The scale will already have been tipped on one side, so you're going to need to add some extra weights to the other side, more so than if the balance was neutral. So ultimately, it's not that you can't tip the scale. If you do want to launch during a bear market where the benefits are that there are less competitors, it is crucial to make sure that your marketing strategy is up to scratch, your core values and foundations of your projects are in place and concrete so that every piece of marketing collateral that you create from your artwork to your promo videos, the diagram of your roadmap, etc., are all cohesive and impeccable. You need to provide ample reasons for your audience to take the move into joining your community. It also pays off during this time to make sure you're taking a distinctive approach. Something that stands out and isn't commonly seen is going to spark interest of those who aren't paying as much attention as they used to, say, a year ago, because of the fact that the excitement and energy behind the space as a collective is more dialed down than before. So 
successful projects are possible during the bear market. I mean, we've seen a few pop up recently. They were extremely well planned. So that should be enough evidence for you. On the flip side, however, if you do choose to avoid launching during this time, I would say to you that now and the next few months is the time to start preparing for a future launch. If you do want to wait for the market to go from red to green and want to see some upward movement before anything, it's actually a great idea to be building and preparing behind the scenes over the upcoming months so you're already ahead of others instead of only starting to plan for a launch when the market is at an all-time high. In which case, you'll be launching when there's a saturation. So that's definitely something you want to be considering. The second factor that makes or breaks an NFT project is your core value. If you have not set out your core values and principles of your project from the get-go, things can get pretty confusing later when it comes to other decisions you need to make down the line. Your core values or mission does not have to be something complex or far-fetched. It might be something that is close to home for you, or it could be even as simple as wanting to create an exciting community for adults to just be big kid DJs, which we've seen a lot of projects do quite successfully. What I'm actually pointing out to you is that you need to conceptualize and make the principles and missions concrete, even if they're simple. As if you don't, it makes it difficult for you to keep your branding, brand message, partnerships, collaborations consistent and in alignment. For example, if you don't know what you're about, you're going to trial and error and test a lot, right? When you've done that, you can more easily say yes or no to offers that are not meant for you. So we need to get that phase out of the way. If you want to listen a little bit more about what's involved in the conceptualization phase, you can head to the episode that was released just before this one, after this one's complete. The third factor that makes or breaks an NFT project are partnerships. I personally would work on partnerships and collaborations separately, but we're going to group them together here in this third factor to keep it more concise. Have you ever wondered why people can launch projects so successfully within a matter of months and they seem to grow quite rapidly? It really looks confusing as an outsider, right? How is this Twitter page that started a few months ago gaining traction like this? Is it fake followers, you might have asked? Well, if you're going to grow a project with a community that will actually buy from you, I hope those are not fake followers because bots and fake accounts do not equate to sales. So how are they doing this? The key is in these partnerships. When you have a small account or a brand new account that is starting fresh, it is important that you leverage on already existing communities to help you quicken the process of your growth. Growing your community alone by yourself is no easy task. And it's going to take much longer than if you're leveraging on the fact that someone, another NFT project or company has taken the time out already to build their own know, like, and trust factor within their own community. If your friends or family recommends you something they like, you're more likely to try it trusting their opinion more so than a complete stranger. So it's the same kind of concept here. When the project or company shares news that they're working with you, the probability that that community member will see it and also decide to join your community is much higher than just a simple ad on a billboard. Like I said, the already built trust is key here. I do need to preface here, however, that you shouldn't just be working with anyone and everyone. 
Remember how I was telling you just a few minutes ago that it's important to know your core values and figure it out from the get-go? This is one of the examples where that comes into action. With your core values ready, you will know which projects, companies, and influences are aligned with the vision that you have in mind to move forward with them or not. Some may straight out be the polar opposite of your principles, and in that case, I would actively avoid this. This generally creates the appearance of desperation and looks as though you were having a lot of difficulty finding people to work with, so you just started working with anyone and everyone. Make sure to take the time out to do thorough research and vetting for this. Last but not least, a factor that makes or breaks a project is pricing. I'm not actually referring to when projects are priced quite highly. Often when we see higher pricing than most, it usually comes from projects that have their marketing strategies extremely well planned out and they have some great partnerships in place that are very beneficial for them in terms of public perception. They know what they're worth and they're asking for it. On the other hand, however, I see projects underprice themselves too much as well. Assuming your project's marketing strategy is top-notch and everything is systemized and in action the way it's supposed to be, underpricing your project actually creates doubt in your community's mind. I'm not talking about when projects do a free mint strategy to purposefully sell out a project as part of their tactics and planning. I'm referring to when you feel doubt in your project selling out, so you lower and lower your prices instead of the offer being exclusive and limited. It becomes for anyone and everyone. I would say that one of the times where it's okay to lower the pricing would be if the value of your cryptocurrency that you're using has increased and you plan to keep it at a similar dollar cost or fiat cost. That would be understandable. But in the case that you're just simply lowering the price out of fear, the best option would actually be to further strengthen your community by giving it a little more time to grow or having an NFT launch plan from the beginning so that when it comes time to start rolling out your social strategy, your Discord strategy, allow list strategy, etc., etc., and your audience sees glimpses of what your project is about, they're able to clearly see that your project has great structure, strategies, and partnerships in place for it to succeed. Then there would be no need for you to be worrying. Again, if you would like to see the core components involved in an NFT launch plan, I've got my NFT launch checklist for you to go through and cross things off as you progress. It's linked in my show notes. So those were the four key factors that make or break an NFT project. The cycle in the market, indecision over core values, partnerships, and of course, pricing. If you found this episode helpful, make sure to follow or hit the plus button so you can receive episodes straight into your app of choice. Until next time, keep building, keep creating, keep innovating. I'll be catching up with you very, very soon. Bye.